0: Alright guys, so how's it going today? For my podcast, I am going to be talking about the 1 Timothy 6, 3-10 passage and go through the interpretive journey and talk about the theological principles in this passage. So first off, to give you a couple theological principles that i picked out, I have about three. Um, Don't listen to false teachers. The love of money is the root of all evil in godliness with contentment. So I'm going to get into all of those as I go along. But first off, I want to read the passage just so that we can lay down a basis of what we're going to be talking about here and what I want to be able to talk about and explain. So 1 Timothy 6, 3-10. through If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and a teaching That accords with godliness. He is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, and slander, and evil suspicions, and constant friction. Among people who are deprived in mind and deprived of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain, now there is great gain in godliness with contentment for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world but if we had food and clothing with these we will be content for those who desire to be rich fall into temptation into a snare into many senseless and harmful desires that plunder people into ruin and destruction for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. There it is. So, to first off, I want to talk about the original audience and what that was. So this was obviously written by Paul to Timothy and the Church of Ephesus to kind of instruct them into what they need to be listening to, and what not to be listening to. So as I said, the theological principles, there's don't listen to false teachers. We can still talk about that today, because there's a lot of people in this world that are going to try to encourage you to listen or understand the wrong thing, because they just don't Either they don't believe the same thing or they just don't want you to believe what you're believing. Like other religions, for example, they're always going to be out giving their gospel and giving what they think is the real point of living and what they are trying to get out. But we need to not listen to that. We need to just stay true to what we have in Our Bible and what we know is the correct thing to do by just not listening and taking what they have because just listening to them if we sit and listen to them and go into and start studying into it for all we know we could end up trying to and using some of their things in our lives and we don't want to be doing that because we know it's wrong another thing is and me and my friends were talking about this the other day. We were talking about the love of money. We were talking about how a lot of people in the world today think that money is evil. Money isn't the problem. As it says in this these verses specifically, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Highlight the word love right there. Love of money. Money is very important thing in the world today because if you don't have it, you're not going to be able to survive. But when it becomes a problem is when you love it too much that it becomes, as a, you could say, an idol in your life. Which is, just in a sense, for everything, you can have anything. My cell phone could be my idol. It's whatever you put before God. But money is one of the big things that people have and love way too much. I'm not saying you can have too much, but if you look at our world today, all the rich, rich people in the world, there's a lot of them that are in sin, as it says in this passage. Like it says, it is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with the pangs. Because... Who And then in verse 9 it says, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. So clearly Paul here is trying to talk about how we should not love money too much. Because it's very easy to get away from God if you have a lot of money because you think life's easy. A lot of times, if you don't have as much money, you're trying to talk to God more because you need you need more from Him. So you're talking and asking it from Him. Not saying that it's a good thing to just ask and ask and ask of God to give you stuff, but you just need we need to be in more constant conversation with God as just in our daily life. So another thing I want to talk about is the godliness with contentment. As it says in the verse over here in verse 7 for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world but if we have food and clothing with these we will be content we need to be content with what we have and what we have in the moment we don't need all the money in the world to be content the verse specifically says if you had food and clothing, you should be content. That's enough. God gave us that for a reason. So we need to learn, and I need to learn, to be more content with what I have. A big thing, people, nowadays, we all want more and more and more, or we want what someone else has. We can't be doing that. We need to be happy with what we have. And right here, we need to strive... For godliness is one thing that I want to talk about. We need to strive to be got for, with godliness to be like Christ, not strive for riches and money. Right there is something that I really want to apply more in my life just to not be striving for all these riches or something like that, to actually just strive to be more like God. Because, like, what our goal is, we want to get as perfect. As good to perfect as we can, because God is perfect. And while we're doing that, we want to spread the gospel. So, the what did this mean to the original audience? This meant this was just that Paul explaining what they needed to be ready for. Not trying to be don't love money too much and be content with what they have at the time and then the differences between the biblical audience and us there are some differences back I mean because obviously we're not in the same time period all the technology now is different and all that kind of stuff but it still goes the whole way back to what the love of money and the contentment the differences between us don't change us very much. We still have the same the same temptations in a sense because they might not have had everything that we had, but for back then, it was a lot that they could have wanted, a lot of money, which would be a little for us, but it was the time of period that they lived in. And then, like I said, the theological principles in this text, I have three written down. The false teachers, the I put, don't love money. And then I put godliness with contentment. How does the theological principle apply to the rest of the Bible? The theological principle applies to the rest of the Bible in that the whole way throughout the Bible, there's false teachers, and there's always something that we should not be listening to. And also, you have stories in the Bible of rich people, like the rich man in Lazarus, the story there. That's one of my favorite stories. And then godliness with contentment. There's people all throughout the Bible that are content with what they have. And then there's other people that aren't ever content with what they have. And we need to be more like people that are content. And then how should Christians live out the theological principles today? I really liked this question because I thought it really does go well with these passages because... It talks about, like I said, the love of money. That is a huge problem nowadays. False teachers. There's false teachers everywhere around us. We need to be focused on what God gave us so that if we come along a false teacher, we don't have the problem of believing that. We already know set in stone what we believe and are very confident in that. And then godliness with contentment. Nowadays, nobody's content. With what they have, whatsoever. I mean, hardly anybody at all. Everybody is striving for more and more and more and more and more money. Nowadays, if you you don't even usually do a job that you like because you just try to do a job for more money because that's all people want nowadays is money, and that's not a good thing. So, in conclusion, I'll read the five steps in interpretive journey again and just talk and like just go over it quickly again so what did the text mean to the original audience it meant it was paul pretty much warning them and teaching them what not to be on the lookout for what are the differences between the local audience and us the time period was different and so that was that was the main thing was the time period because we all still had the same desires. What is the theological principle in this text? I have the three, the false teachers don't love money and godliness with contentment. How does the theological principle apply to the rest of the Bible? It applies to the rest of the Bible because it's all throughout the scripture, all these different things. False teachers don't love money and godliness with contentment. It's telling us those two things to not be a part of and then to be content. How should Christians live out the theological principle today? It's a huge problem. That's We need to live out that today so that we can change the world. So thank you for listening to this podcast. It was a great thing to go over. I loved looking into the verses and trying to pick out these certain things so that I could get a pretty good podcast for you guys. Thank you.